0: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. What they know about them Texas boys.
1: You're listening to the most dangerous show in Texas. Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn wherever you are however you may be listening it is now fight night welcome to the last fight night of 2022 my name is eddie cross you can find me on twitter at eddie experience one e in the middle and joining me as always he probably bought me hezbollah shirts for christmas mr jordan Wahlberger. jordan i paused for a second because the show rundown you wrote final show of 2023 and that gave my brain a fit for half a second there.
0: Yeah, it's actually, this is the final show before 2023, Yeah, which is exciting. Right. Eddie, I can't wait. I can't wait to celebrate the holidays. But to come back, we do the Tappies. We recognize that you lost in the number of champions for the year. I cannot believe that. Uh, but, Eddie, it's great to see you. And, you know, we're, we're doing this virtual. And we don't have a lot of chances, Eddie, to, uh, you, you mentioned, a gift for, for you. And a Hasbulla shirt, and it's not a Hasbulla shirt. And, and uh, I actually told you one of the things. This is uh, I'm giving you this. Actually, this you is a didn't uh, tell me. a Jim oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Covert jersey. Uh, Jim Covert. I don't know much about him. A uh, Hall of Fame in 2020. Uh, uh, Chicago Bears. Most things I don't want that. Uh, but I do have something for you, Eddie, and and I have it actually right here. And I wanted. Oh, to, I
1: thought you were going to wait till Saturday.
0: I, I could wait till Saturday, or I could just give it to you now. I will actually give it to you on Saturday, but I can show it to you now. You want to react either way, whatever you would like to do. Okay, let's do that because I got yours sitting right here. Okay, well let's uh, let's go. So I will. Uh, I'll go first, Eddie. So uh, Eddie, great fan of many teams. We we often talk about these things that uh, you know we 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 like to get things of our of our teams for the other person. Eddie, I have for you a Warren Moon autographed jersey right here. Oh, Warren Moon. Houston Oilers, Warren Moon Hall of Fame. There you go. You you can kind of see it right here, dude. And I've had this for—I probably had this for seven or eight months. I bought this ten months, you know, a long time ago. And I and I said Eddie likes Warren Moon; it's one of his favorite players. I should grab this and I'll give it to him for Christmas. So I've had it under the guest bedroom in my in my uh, in our in our house for uh, for the last ten months. But Merry Christmas to you, dude. And I hope you enjoy that. Yeah.
1: You just made Daddy Magic's nipples hard.
0: Yeah, there you go. I know you have the Grinch. I hope. I hope your heart grew three sizes right now, Eddie.
1: It it actually did. There that's you go. The best thing anyone's got me for a long time.
0: Yeah. Well, wow. I will. Uh, I will be delivering this to you, hand delivering this to you on Saturday. Both of them, actually. I'm, li- I'm a little verklempt. Well, um, talk among talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. He's verklempt. Yes.
1: I kind of foreshadowed my gift to you when I, uh, t- I sent you a tweet the other day. Okay. Did you- did, you- did you happen to see that one? I don't know if that's true. I don't know if I did. Oh, thanks for paying attention. Yes. So it's like you give and then you take, you know? You sent but me a tweet.
0: Okay. I don't know.
1: You want to look at that up and pause this or you want no, to I'm. I'm,
0: I'm. you're going. It's, you text me about Magomed, uh, Bullet Train, Jason Dick about us having the longest show in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. What, what, what is it? Oh, you know what?
1: It was Instagram. Okay. Well, it's, I it don't know. It was a video on Instagram. Okay. And it was one of your heroes as a, uh, as a kid who went to school in Utah. Yes. I'm like, this turned into a superhero moment for one of your guys.
0: Oh, Cosmo. Yes, I did see this. Yes. So here you have. There you go. I love that. It's a Cosmo yes, bobblehead. So Cosmo, the BYU mascot cougar bobblehead. I appreciate that. that. That will go right here in the office.
1: It can go right up with the helmets. That's, that was exactly my thoughts.
0: Well, good. I appreciate that. Thank you like, so much. I get
1: to see Cosmo. Over your fantastic hair every week,
0: I did. I did see that one. Cosmo's pretty fantastic uh, when he is. Uh, you, know, you know, the feats of strength that he does, the uh, like the push-ups on the tables. Uh, he was voted. Dude, I didn't one know point. about this stuff. He was voted like the best mascot.
1: I didn't know about the yeah. feats that Cosmo. Uh, I, he could be in Festivus.
0: He could because be. you know one of the first things in Festivus feats, of, feats strength. of strength. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you. I, so I've been rewatching. Um, I have been rewatching Seinfeld. And really, <laughs> I actually, I when I travel, I think it's a great it's a great show to watch when you're on a plane. Um, oh yeah. you don't have to. Wor- you know, I, I can. I don't need it to be on a big screen. I don't have to worry about you know questionable things coming up on the screen and people around you. It's science. that's help, good, point. right? And so I've been watching it, and so I'm actually, I I was flying home from Florida, I think on Thursday, December 10th, and uh, and wouldn't you know, I, I watched the Festivus episode. Now Festivus is not on December 10th. But it did December air. twenty third. But it did air on December tenth, in the year that it did. So I actually watched it on the same day that it aired years later. Oh, so. nice.
1: Yeah. Look you. Yeah, I actually have Festivus marked in my calendar. It is December twenty third. Okay. There you yes. go. So we will gather around the pole.
0: We will air our grievances. Feats of strength. And enjoy feats of strength. Yes. Uh, I'm. i you, Eddie. I am. I got to tell you, man. I am tired. It has been. So I told you I was in Florida last week. I went to a Miami Heat game. Uh, I, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I've now been I not, I'm not going to a professional basketball game this week, but I've been to four basketball games in the last four weeks in four different cities. Dallas, well, San Antonio, Brooklyn. Uh, I can count Brooklyn, even though I was in there for, for half a second and and Miami. And so I'm but,
1: assuming you posted all of these on the Fight Night ATX account.
0: Oh, no, no. There's no fights there. There was no fights oh, at no, any you, of these, you. Did, so. You did nothing. Yeah, come on, Jordan. Uh, that's your about, job. It's about more than fights. So then I came it's home, more than fights. and then on Friday we had uh, we went down to Mozart's down at the uh, at you know Mozart's on like on Lake uh, all Austin all the way down there. Yeah, to go see the light that's, show, which was great. That's a hike for you guys. Yeah, it, it's far. And then on Saturday night we had a friends Chris couple of Christmas parties over the weekend. Uh, Eddie, let me tell you, we did a it's kind of a white elephant gift, but it was like a, like one of your favorite things. Maybe it was like a favorite things party uh, because it wasn't like a crappy white elephant gift. Uh, and so. I brought, you know, I like Viore clothes, and so I bought a Viore gift card and some Gooder glasses, a couple things that I like. But what I ended up going home with, Eddie, I came home with a, uh, gosh, I don't know how much the weighs, but a uh, $40 uh, piece of uh, sp- uh, pork ribs. Wow. So I've got to go smoke those in the next couple of weeks. But I was, I was actually kind of excited about that. That's going to be fun. I, mean, I took some, uh, some pork ribs home, and I'm going to smoke them. I think we know what we're going to eat for Christmas dinner now.
1: I was going to say, you could swing by Terry Black's barbecue and get some uh, pork rub.
0: Yeah. I guess I get some good rubs, but that, that so that'll be good. And then on Monday, Eddie, we went up to Dallas, and we did our first couple concerts. So the show is getting ready. We're almost there. You're going to love it when you go on Saturday. Uh, my voice is tired, but, uh, you know, we we made it.
1: Well, after tonight, I need you to stop talking.
0: Okay. Don't yell at the
1: kids. Yeah. When Marlo tells you something, just say yes, dear, and yes. move on. Yes, I drink ginger,
0: right. a ginger and lemon, you know, to help my, Ugh. you know, help my voice get ready for the for right. the weekend. So,
1: yeah, there's a spray called uh, I think it's a musician's secret or something like that. Yeah, I don't have spray. that spray. Yeah, you should get some. So you're going? A guitar I'm going to see you there, right? I am, dude. I just bought my ticket last night. Okay, where are you sitting? And let me tell you, it was almost too late.
0: Yeah, there's only there's, a, like, there's only 30 seats left.
1: Yeah, I think when I bought it, there were like 20. Okay, where are you sitting? Or so. Uh, zone five. Or is that or something? is that
0: up top or I mean, I need to make sure I know yeah. where you are. Just text me where you are so I know so I if can sing to you
1: from the stage up and to the left.
0: Okay, I can't wait. I will look for you and then Eddie, make sure that you're gonna you're gonna meet Mister and Mrs. Wahlberger. Uh, you're gonna see my Marlos and her family. I mean, this is you're gonna just it's it's, it's a Christmas miracle, Eddie. Finally meeting the parents after eight years. This is this is crazy. So, Eddie, what else is? Are you ready for Christmas? I know you're a Grinch, but are you ready for Christmas? Surprisingly, I finished all my Christmas shopping today. Nice. I bought
1: my goddaughter, who I often tease for only eating uh, chicken strips. Uh, (laughs) I actually saw an Instagram post of hers the other day, and I was amazed that there weren't strips in the picture when she was eating. Chicken strips. Thank you. Uh, So I bought her a Plucker's gift card. That was my last one. Okay. That was the my last gift, although my brother-in-law's gift is lost in the mail, so I'm still dealing with that one. God, one day they'll figure it out. Uh, they'll find it. Yeah, they'll figure it out. But before we get going, I just want to say uh, rest in peace to Coach Mike Leach. Yes, the Pirate was one of the one of the greatest personalities in all of sports, let alone football. Uh, we used to talk to him a lot when I produced Chip and Aaron in the morning. He was always fun, always something weird uh, to say, and just a well, unless you're was a Craig James's kid, a joy to be around, <laughs>
0: or at least a joy to talk to. Yeah, that's a, a sad deal, man. Yeah, sad to hear that. So, uh, But everyone, we do want to wish you, we are uh, while, we're, while we're gone, we hope you have a Merry Christmas. We hope you have a great holiday season and a Happy New Year. Uh, we're going to be back in the new year, but we got some fights to talk about, Eddie, before that. So the, the year's not done as far as fights goes, and we got a recap, and we got a preview, a couple of fights still. Surprisingly, it's not over. That's right. So I alluded it to right off the top. We Eddie, we thought that you were guaranteed. Magomed Ankalaev was going to win the belt. You were going to be guaranteed to tie me in the number of champions picked at the beginning of the year. And so wouldn't close. you know, it was a Christmas miracle again. You, you didn't do it. Uh, but I don't want to say yet because what if what if someone falls on a banana peel and they get stripped and they're not the champion? So, I mean, I can't, I can't claim the, the championship, the win right now. Is it? But it's its, on its way.
1: Most polit- unlike half the politicians these days, I will concede. Um, I'm a victim of Magomed Ankalaev's ego. For some reason, the first two and a half rounds, he decided he wanted to strike with Jan Blahovic, and that was just dumb. On the ground, he was so far ahead, and he showed that in the last two rounds, where even with no wheels, he was able to get Blahovic down, and just dominate. Getting 10-8 rounds in the fifth. But for some reason, the first half of the fight, I guess he wanted to prove he was a striker. And his corner's yelling at him. It's Like, this guy has nothing for you. You can murder him. Kill him. What are you doing? And admittedly, I might have been saying the same things in English, but much harsher, with some more colorful words. And yeah, he's just a victim of,
0: I think, his own ego. Well, if you don't know, now you know. Uh, so if you went to bed early on Saturday night and you don't know the results, and we're, and we're spoiling this for you, we don't have a UFC light heavyweight champion, uh, Jan Blachowicz versus Mago Ankalaev, who were fighting for the vacant title that was given up by Yuri Protosca. They fight, fought to a draw split. So at the end of the day, neither of them are the champions. And so you would think, oh, I guess one of them, they're going to run it back. They're not even doing that. They're going a different direction, but before we get to that, let's talk about that fight. So in the main event, uh, Jan blahovitz versus Magomed, this was a fight that like Jan was you said it exactly. He was standing. And and Jan, that that was like the way for Jan to beat Magomed and Kalaev was to keep this feet on the or this keep this fight on the feet. And not go to the ground. And we saw him attack the legs over and over and over again. So much where, you know, you would think like, oh man, Uncle is on his last leg. Like literally on his last literally. leg as he was like wobbly. As he it would go out from under him. And, you know, you were like this. Is, and so I can see a way. A lot of people are upset. I mean, Dana White, you know, after the fight said he, he thought the fight was terrible. He didn't like it. I think that's a little strong. I don't think the fight was terrible. But having said that, I <laughs> mean. When he thinks it's terrible. Yeah. I, I think that. Uh, I see a path for a draw, right? I think that Jan won the first three rounds. I think that Magomed won the fourth clearly, right? And then a 10-8 round in the, uh, in the fifth round, that gives us a, a score of 47-47. And so, you know, duly noted, we, we don't have a champion now.
1: Yeah, now there's a case to be made for Magomed winning the first round. Yep, there sure but is. But that could have gone either way. Uh-huh. And I hate to say it, but I'm not, I'm not upset with the score I don't appreciate it I don't like it It's a bummer You're just disappointed Itself. Right? I'm very disappointed I don't, I'm not mad I'm just disappointed Yes, so. that's,
0: I, mean, you, I hear that a lot
1: Yeah so. <laughs> You'll probably hear it Saturday uh, But yeah like I can see how it would happen Because I gave Uncle I A 10-8-2 in the, fifth, in the fifth round It was an amazing fight It was an amazing night It will only now Be known for controversy But It makes sense it, When you call this a draw And it's just a Bummer of a way To end the night
0: so Dana White in the post-fight press conference, very quickly, very quickly, he announces that there is a new fight for the title now. So they're not only going with not either of these guys, but they're going to go now with Glover Teixeira, who was supposed to fight. See, this, this was crazy, right? So, like, we were at Yuri Prahaska versus Glover Teixeira for the title. Then Yuri backs out because he's injured. Glover's out of the fight, and it's Yomlovic versus Magomed Ankalaev. Now, they're going in Brazil in just a month, right? Less than a month. Glover Teixeira back in the fight, and he's fighting against Jamal Hill, who was supposed to fight Anthony Smith in, in March. That fight's no longer happening. Did you hear that Jamal Hill actually is, bringing, is asked to bring in Anthony uh, Smith into this fight to help him for uh, for the camp? That's I mean, he just says, look, this, this is a good dude right here. But, I mean, it was bad enough that he had to find out about it on the broadcast. Oh, man, that he was, was great.
1: broadcasting. Yeah. Man, how do you think that – how do you think this whole fight just happened? Dana's just sitting there pissed off and just starts texting.
0: like, well, what do we do now? Yeah, no. Screw it. They were all together, and they figured out that, oh, this is – we've got to do something. And if you look at it, like UFC 23 probably could have used another fight. So it makes sense. Like they needed a fight, and they got it. And so uh, looking forward, obviously, to that. So Jamal Hill, who was ranked seventh, and then Glover, who's still ranked right at the top of the division – Kind of a stretch, but if you look at like where the rankings are and who's in there, you got Yeri, who is I guess Yuri's ranked one because he's not the champion anymore. Glover's ranked two. Jan versus Magomedgulayev, that's three and four. Uh, Rakic is five. Anthony Smith is six, and then Jamal Hill. So I think Rakic. I, I, I want to say Rakic is injured. Um, didn't he hurt his knee recently? I'm I'm trying to think back, but. Either way, or did you already have
1: a Russian and you can't have another Russian? Is that the thing? You well, can only be one like the Highlander. Yeah,
0: either way, that's where they're going, right? That's uh, and so Jamal Hill, uh, who I like, you know, I like Jamal Hill. I think Jamal Hill has dynamite. He can end fights. I think that's, um, you know, I don't know if he, he would have got the title fight so early, right? He actually did. Remember, he beat uh, Tiago Santos. He uh, he knocked him out back in August uh, before that. He uh, he knocked out Johnny Walker uh, before that. He knocked out Jimmy Crute, and then uh, before that, he lost to Craig Hill. He actually got knocked out by uh, by Paul Craig. So that was uh, that was interesting. So, you know what really upsets me about this whole thing? No, I actually I don't. F- Figueredo versus
1: Moreno 4 will not be listed as the main event because they are just smaller in weight. That mm-hmm. is the better fight. That fight is going to be a barn burner, one for the ages. And was it a quadrilogy? We call it now. That should still yeah. be. At the top of the card, but it's not going to be because they're flyweights, and Glover's a light heavyweight.
0: Yeah, uh, Rakic is coming off a loss to uh, Jan Blahovic back in May, so uh, that that could be another reason. So, uh, yeah, I get it. Right, that would have been a fun fight to uh, to main event, but at the end of the day, it's all good. We still get to see it, and we get to see another fun fight as well. So, Eddie, I think we got to get into the most controversial fight of the night. Obviously, uh, this was a rough week for Patty Pimblett. Um, Patty Pimblett, even Was though it, he he didn't get did it, everything come up roses, well, not really, right? Because I think you know a lot of people like turned against him, like just in general, like people on both sides of the pond, like fans. Me? So so Eddie Eddie crossed it. So on Wednesday, Patty released a podcast uh, video podcast with UFC president Dana White. In that interview, he he really went to town on. The media and just one really specific member of the media, Dana White, does not Dana's like this person. person. MMA yeah. fighting's Ariel Hawani. He said that Ariel was uh, you know was was a rodent, was scum, and, and just went in on like, hey, he wanted to do these these free uh, interviews with him and wanted him to skip a paid interview to come with him, and that he's never his friend. Ariel came back with receipts right on his show. He went through, walked it through that uh, Patty and his manager had asked to be paid for an interview. And there's a back and forth. There's a he said, she said. Ariel's got you know receipts. Patty says, thinks that he's got receipts. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, you know, it, it didn't see it. You know, it was weird because we know that Dana doesn't like Ariel Hawane. And so for Patty to go as hard as he did, very surprising, very unPatty like. And, and it was very much like, oh, this is just this is kind of just gross
1: uh, and very brown nosing of the boss because, you know, that's the boss's least favorite person, too. Uh, and one thing you got to know, there's two types of people you don't get into battles, of, battles uh, with uh, verbally, comedians and wrestlers. And Ariel Hawani, not a wrestler himself, huge wrestling fan with a huge audience and a big microphone, and you don't want to come after him. These guys are paid to talk. They're paid, especially as a journalist, he's paid to have receipts. That's not a fight you want to pick.
0: All right, so let's get into the fight, Eddie. Uh, Patty Pimblett, he is—can we say he's gifted? He's gifted a, a unanimous decision against Jared Gordon. Uh, I went back and I watched the fight today, and, and just kind of watching it, you know, I, I, I'm i looking at round one. I think round one and three pretty clearly went to Jared Gordon. Uh, Jared Gordon finished round one uh, on top. I think he had more After significant strikes. After bouncing Patty's head around. He had more significant strikes. Uh, I can give round two to uh, to Patty. I think I think a twenty nine twenty eight for Jared Gordon to me is a good score. Uh, could I see it the other way? Could I give him round one? Maybe, but I just it just no, clearly did, it didn't it didn't seem so, like that was the right way to go. There is no
1: way on God's green earth to give Patty Pimblett round one. Anyone who says otherwise is just uh, smoking a blonde wig. Okay, there is no way. You can give him round one with a clean conscience. Round two, I don't think he got it, but I would be I would be understanding if he gave it to him. Round three, there wasn't much action, but what little there was was controlled by Gordon. Pimblett got away at the la- at the end, but you can't say his 30 seconds of scrambling, you know, outdid. Four and a half minutes of control time. Yeah, so the control when time actually it,
0: it was four minutes. It was three minutes and fifty-three seconds of Jared Gordon compared to thirty-five seconds of control time for Patty. The the questionable thing that only thing is is that Jared only landed four significant strikes during that uh that whole round. Patty did land six. He just didn't do much. And you even heard like Joe Rogan and say after that's a tough round to score only because there wasn't a ton of damage that happened when it was on the ground. And I think just being on top is is not just enough, it right? It wasn't even on criteria. the ground. It was
1: just up against the oh, cage. That's
0: right. And so yeah. I, I, I do get the fight, though. I didn't like Dana White, though, afterwards. You know, he was, he was saying, oh, Jared Gordon had the worst game plan to go into that third round. Um, if he thinks he's winning, to just go the way he did. Jared Gordon actually won the third round on two of the three scorecards, right? So... It doesn't make sense. Uh, some of the things that were said after that fight, uh, Dana did not go in and talk about if that was a good decision or not. He just kind of criticized Jared Gordon's, uh, you know, Patty, obviously you don't want to say that the, that the UFC is, is trying to get um, Patty Pimblett wins because they, I mean, they don't have control over the, the judges. Right. Uh, but they sure did bring in a terrible judge. So Doug Crosby. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's no way that they
1: wanted, they put Jared Gordon in the cool main event for him to be the star. Well, so you know it was all about Patty. First off, they didn't
0: put Patty in the in the co-main event originally. That wasn't the original fight. That was, you know, it got brought up when some of the other injuries happened. But a loss, right? Um, they could have move bigger fights. But Doug Crosby, so he was in uh, Connecticut on Friday night. He was uh, the judge. For gave a terrible judge yeah, yeah, gave a terrible scorecard uh, for Raphael Stotts versus Danny Sabatello. Scored at 50-45 for Sabatello. There's no way that happens. Then he flies midnight, right? He leaves, gets to Vegas the next day. And he is the judge, again, for this fight in the co-main event. And just two kind of wonky scorecards right in a row. Uh, You also got to give it to the other score, the other judges. They also scored the fight 29-20. It wasn't a split decision. It was a unanimous 29-28 decision. Uh, You saw Joe Rogan's face. He was surprised. Uh, I I don't think that Patty won that fight. You obviously don't think that, that Patty won that fight. I think the real thing that we have to wonder now is, what is the upper bound, like, where is, like, the ceiling on Patty Pimblett? Does he ever beat a ranked fighter? Well, I got to say
1: it's not much higher than this because he lost this fight and Jared Gordon wasn't ranked. True. So if you look at the uh, lightweight division, I mean, can you see someone that you think he would, he would beat in the top 15?
0: Maybe Tony Ferguson. And that's only because where Tony Ferguson is today in his career, right? Only if Tony decides not to wrestle. So you look at Conor McGregor. I don't. I don't know, right? Uh, Hinata Moikano, Demir Ismagulov, no. Dan Hooker, no. Jalen Turner, Arvin Sarukian, Gamrat. No, I'm not even going to go any higher than that. No, he doesn't beat anyone in the top fifteen. And and Patty's, you know, he's not a spring chicken. He's been around. You know, he's you know, I think he's got twenty professional fights. Like yeah, isn't he thirty? already, I think twenty eight. I think though, but I think okay. this is like this is where he's gonna be. Uh, unless there's some
1: huge jump that we don't know about, and the rough part is that he was he's gained such a following. Like I said, I was kind of a fan before this, but this, this all of this sudden level of douchebaggery that he jumped to, you know, first the Dana interview, then all the guys in the crowd with the wigs and the barstool guys, who are uh, this whole different story about those dudes, and then his claims after the fight that he was just coasting in round three because he knew he had rounds one and two won. I'm like, really? The only way you know you have those rounds won, and I hate to even say it, is if you have the judges in your pocket because he did not win round one, okay? And then, and it's very reminiscent of Michael Bisping after he was gifted a decision over Matt Hamill back in London in 2007 when he, at the press conference, just went off on everyone saying that he knows he won that fight. How, do you, how dare you say that he didn't win the fight and all this stuff. I'm like, hey, we were watching. We saw what happened. You know, you can spend things how you want to, and it wouldn't be a bad thing if you just said, hey, I don't know. I don't judge the fights. So I have to go back and watch it. You know, I just go in there and do what I do. Okay. But to come out there with such bombastic claims, you know, with your head up your ass, like we didn't see what we just saw, it's uh, the age of spin, man. You just say what you want, and people just run with it as facts, even though
0: you know what you saw. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I'm done with Patty. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, We mentioned just a couple of the fights on on the main card. And I want to check Doug Doug Crosby's
1: uh, phone and bank records, by the way, Just, just saying.
0: Well, if you remember, uh, Doug Crosby, years ago, pretended to be Chael Sonnen on this show. We had an interview with Chael Sonnen. Doug Crosby, That's right. actually, he oh. came over and he pretended to be Chael Sonnen. So, He's been on his douchebagry forever. Yeah, so this is not, not the first time we've had issues over here with uh, with Doug Crosby. Uh, all right, just Santiago Ponsonibbio defeats Alex Morono. Great job by Alex Morono. Uh, stepping in on late notice. Hope he gets paid. He just right? ruined my night, dude. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, Alex
1: Morono, he deserves a bonus, even though yeah. he lost. uh, uh, d- uh Dana Claus gifted everyone a bonus. They got a finish.
0: Yeah, so. Driggers Duplessis, He defeated, uh, and and there was ten finishes in this fight card before the last two fights. like Almost every fight ended. Yeah. In, a, in a in a finish. Um, Look at Dana. He, all of a sudden, USC has half a mil to just hand out. Look
1: yeah. at that. Uh, surprising.
0: Ilya hmm. Tapuria, I do want to mention Oof. him. Uh, Bryce Mitchell. Yeah. Both these guys came to the fight undefeated. Uh, Bryce Mitchell, obviously, someone's said, O has to go. He said, you know, he had the flu. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not even going to go there. Ilya Tapuria is a problem. I knew that Ilya Tapuria was going to be a problem going into this fight. And uh, and no, I, I I totally good, totally good with that win. I think that was great. Looking forward yeah. to seeing another. And big with the fight trash
1: talk him. between him and uh,
0: Pimblett uh, in the press conference, different weight classes, and Ilya would murder him. Exactly. That's yeah. all. I Never say. never going to happen. Murder. Uh, a couple other things: Raul Rosas Jr. Uh, 18 year old got, uh, got the win and is going to buy his mom a Dude, minivan. That's nuts. What were you doing at 18? Not that. I, w- I was not doing that. Uh, I was just starting UT
1: and trying to figure out uh, where, where in the hell my classes were. Yes.
0: Uh, this Rosenstruck, dude's 50 grand. He defeats Chris Dockus in 23 seconds. That was big. Uh, Edmund Shabazian gets back on a winning ways. Uh, Chris Curtis defeats Joaquin Buckley and then Billy Q defeating Alex- Alexander Hernandez. Um, Eddie we mentioned Bellator 289 real quick and uh Rofgen Stotts, he defeats Danny Sabatello uh, he, he is going to go and face Patchy Mix uh, who defeated but you know Magomed Magomed Karamov uh, Magomedov to sleep uh, and then Liz Carmouche you know she dominated Julian Velasquez so pretty good there
1: those are some the last three uh, fights on that card were pretty impressive you know Liz Carmouche had a lot to prove after the way her her title win ended which i had no problem with but some people did, so she felt she had a lot to prove. This time, left no doubt. Yeah. And Rafion Stotz, thank you for shutting up Danny Sabatello. Uh, he's going to keep talking. He's going to keep talking, but no one has to listen now. Yes. All right, let's hit us with a little bit of boxing
0: before we move on.
1: Uh, real quick, uh, Terrence Crawford got a knockout. Teofimo Lopez, I don't know if he's come back to earth or what after being an undisputed champion, but he uh, wins by split decision. Manny Pacquiao scored an exhibition quote-unquote win. It wasn't uh, really... There's no winner or loser, but he got two knockdowns in the last round over some YouTuber from Korea whose name I forget because he's forgettable. And now, Naoya, in a way, Tuesday morning, um, KO'd Paul Butler for the Undisputed Bantamweight Championship over in uh, Japan. I wish I was awake to see it. A little too early. Yeah, the monster's awesome.
0: All right, guys, that is boxing. That is Bellator 289 and UFC 282. guys. You're listening to Fight Night right here on 104.9 The Horn and HornFM.com, and we will be right back. It's what's up with that. Woke up this morning and I got out of bed, had a big old cup of coffee to clear my head. Been home for a while and that's where I'm at, but we can still jam on what's up with that. Ooh what's up with that? What's up, with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that?
1: What's up with that you Yeah Woo Yeah. Welcome back to Fight Night on 1049 The Horn. HornFM.com. I'm Eddie, that's Jordan. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes. Are we still on SoundCloud? I'm not sure. Uh on the podcast page of the Horn website, wherever you get your podcast, search for Fight Night ATX, and you will find us. Jordan, a little geography lesson for you. You put on the run- rundown that the UFC is coming to Central Texas. Let me tell you, that is not Central Texas. It's, is, it, is it South Texas? But that, that is
0: South Texas. Okay, it's coming to South Texas. I guess the north
1: end of South Texas.
0: So the central side of uh, – it's the central <laughs> side of South it's Texas. South Texas. Okay. They call it South Texas. What's up with that? All right. Eddie, March twenty fifth, two 2023, UFC Fight Night 222. It's also UFC on ESPN Plus 80. Eddie, it's coming to the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas. So don't, Road trip. don't know when tickets are going on sale. It's a Saturday night. Uh, Eddie, we've got right now Macy Barber. Versus Andrea Lee. That is the only announced fight. Uh, Ed, top of your head, what's the last main event that was there? It was Cub. No, wrong.
1: No, 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 no. That was one before that. That was the one before. Uh, crap. RDA versus
0: Leon the- Edwards. Come on,
1: were you scared the crap out of me driving uh, back on thirty five? Yes. And um, I actually, uh, I actually Hardy
0: scared the crap out of you. I actually scared the crap out of you on the way there, not on the way oh, home. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, way home. And we recorded, on, we recorded on the way home. Yes, that was great. So. After Greg Hardy made you pee your pants. Yes, that was, that was a little bit nerve-wracking. Uh, no, and then uh, before that, I think it was it was it Cub Swanson versus Jeremy Stevens. Was that the main that event? Was, uh, uh, before the, that. The like last time? Yeah. 2017, 16? It was a while ago. Uh, Eddie, so yeah, so March 25th, don't know what the main event's going to be. Don't know what the card is going to be. But I do know, Eddie Cross and I, we will be in San Antonio, ready to go. I'm pumped. Have you asked your wife already? I have not put it on the calendar yet, but I will need to. All right. Well, listen, that
1: is Sweet 16 weekend of March Madness. Ooh. So there'll be some things going on that weekend. I'm okay. I, I can make that commitment, Eddie. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It was the
0: 25th? The 25th, yes. Ooh, okay. I can still make that commitment. Actually, I I, I hate to break it to you, but I think that the uh, Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight are actually the same weekend. So They are the same weekend, but the uh... – Sweet 16 is the
1: 23rd and 24th. Elite 8, 25th, 26th. Yeah. Hopefully, our Longhorns will be there, but um, we're not going to get into that right now, how that's going. Yeah. Along those lines, Jordan, uh, not the not the Longhorns lines, but the UFC uh, and their events lines, the UFC's headed back to London that same month, of March 23. What's up with that?
0: Yeah, so actually the weekend before, the UFC is going to be at the O2 Arena in London, March 18th. Now, this is the first first numbered event, Eddie, that's going to take place in the UK since UFC 204. Uh, That happened in Manchester. If you remember that, that's when Michael Bisbing, he defended uh, the UFC middleweight title in a rematch against an undeserving Dan Henderson. I think think we can all agree that uh, they gave Dan Henderson because of what happened at UFC 100, and and so he got that opportunity back. So you're going to assume... It was a fun fight. You're you're assuming that we're going to have this fight card headlined by Leon Edwards for the UFC welterweight title. He's going to defend his title to. and it would make the most sense that he would fight Kamar Usman. But there seems to be a little bit of kind of things up in the air. It hasn't been announced officially by the promotion, uh, that, that Leon and, and Kamaru are going to fight. Steven Wonderboy Thompson last week said that, uh, he heard that Kamaru is going to be having a hand surgery. So he's not going to be actually be able to fight. Now, Kamaru's manager, he actually, uh, came back and said, that's rubbish. Ali said that that's not true. Uh, but the UFC is also kind of looking at Leon Edwards I versus. I like how you said rubbish. Yeah, Jorge Masvidal. Now, if you want to talk about people who are undeserving, yes, a hundred percent, Jorge Masvidal is undeserving of a title shot. But Cur- currently ranked number eleven. Currently ranked number eleven, but you know they do have that history of that fight, uh, the three piece soda that happened uh, in England that was between Jorge and uh, and Leon Edwards. So, maybe there could, you know, obviously not by merit, but by, you know, pay per view buys and sales tickets. But you look at that. I mean, Jorge is on a three fight losing streak. He lost to Colby Covington. He lost to Kamar Usman twice. Uh, be- between that, he had the wins over Nate Diaz, Ben Askren, and then the Darren Till win. That was in London at the, uh, um, I, I'm sure you're guessing that was at the O2 Arena. That was the home of the three piece Minnesota. So maybe they're going to revisit well, his losses. Are
1: no- his losses are nothing to sneeze at. I mean, that's literally the best of the best in the world's way division. But still, if you're going to do that, you may as well give it to Neil Magny.
0: Well, I mean, Neil what Magny, about Shafkat Rakhmanov? Well, Bilal Muhammad about, is definitely more Luque? deserving. Bilal Muhammad would be the most deserving guy there. Uh, but hey, if we're just being ridiculous, how about Jeff Neal? But it, you, you could know, go back to Thompson the just you, want to fight. You could go back to the scene of the crime though, where the three-piece Minnesota happened. So, but then you'd expect hey, that in
1: England Is it a three-piece of fish and chips? I don't know,
0: but you you would assume that the uh, the the you know the who's who of uh, of English fighters would be on that card. Paddy, Molly, uh, I don't think Aspinall will be, uh, and he won't be on the card. Uh, And I don't (laughs) think uh, I don't think uh, Aspinall will be healthy by then. So,
1: speaking of uh, unhealthy fighters, Jordan
0: Shogun Hua has announced his retirement. What's up with that? Well, he, he hasn't retired just yet, Eddie. So the former UFC and Pride champion, Mauricio Shogunhua, he said that he's going to walk away from the sport following his next fight. Uh, he's fighting against Eeyore Pot- Uh Potiera, uh, that's happening at uh, in Brazil, right? That's the uh, at UFC 283. Uh, so he had an interview with Combate on Monday, and he said that this will be his final fight. Uh, it's his final fight on his contract. And uh, he says that, obviously, he wants to win his 20-year MMA career uh, on a win, Eddie, my biggest fear, though, is please don't let this just be the end of his MMA career, and then he's got a future in BKFC, because that's the last thing I want to see with a guy like Shogun. Well, you know, BKFC, they are pushing for some new free agents, Jordan. What's up with that? Yeah, they actually are. So Dave Feldman, he uh, he actually, he's on last I think it was last week he mentioned that they are going to actively pursue those free agents that are out there. And if you think about the two biggest free agents, I mean, obviously Nate Diaz is the biggest free agent out there today. Uh, he says that you know, while Jake Paul you know might have you know one good fight in boxing, that he feels that the B, that BKFC can offer him many great fights. You know, Mike Perry's out there. You know, maybe they can get something with MVP. Uh, but there's a lot of options out there for for Nate Diaz, and he thinks that they're a little bit more financially stable as opposed to you know a one and done fight with Jake Paul. Uh, he's hoping to actually speak with his team in the next week and uh, and see does, is Nate Diaz interested in bare knuckle fighting. Uh, The other free agent that they're talking to, I'm going to say no already. I I, I would assume so. Uh, The other free agent they're talking to is Eddie Alvarez. So we know that Eddie is, is no longer under contract with one FC and he's got options. And and, and Dave Feldman said that, you know, Eddie is being pursued by other MMA organizations. You know, obviously Michael Chandler versus Eddie Alvarez in the UFC would be a, a, a fun way to go, but that would be a fun way to go. But, you know, not sure. Dana was kind of lukewarm on signing. Eddie Alvarez to a a contract so uh, but he is they said they are going to go after uh, you know free agents hopefully you know Shogun who is not one of those free agents they're looking at
1: well maybe they're going to release some of this Paige Van Zandt money because it seemed like they were having trouble paying her so I hope they're a little more careful with their contracts Uh, maybe she won't be around there much longer and she can finally go to Bellator with Austin Vanderford
0: yeah um, Jordan, hit us with some new fights. I right, just got a few. We mentioned Glover Teixeira versus Jamal Hill. That's UFC 283, January 21st. Uh, we got Vivian Arujo fighting Amanda Hivas. That's UFC 285, March 4th. And then Nazrat Hackprost versus Jamie Malarkey. Eddie, that's not Malarkey. That's Jamie. And guys, that is uh, new fights. That is what's up with that. You're listening to Fight Night right here on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com, and we will be right back.
1: Until next time. Hey, 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 hey.
0: with that? What's up with that? Welcome back to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn. HornFM.com That's Eddie. I'm Jordan. You can follow us both at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Eddie, we got some bowl games coming up Texas at the Alamo Bowl you guys oh, yeah. playing Washington is that right the Washington Huskies there you go uh, quarterback what, by Michael Penix Jr. what day is that
1: that is the 29th uh, Thursday night I think it, uh, it's at like an eight o'clock uh, game so I had to take the next day off enjoy that at BYU going down to San Antonio
0: we've got SMU you're not you're going to South Texas you mean Yes. Okay. I'll be going uh, to South we, Texas. we got SMU at the New Mexico Bowl this Saturday. So, uh, Eddie. Oh, that's cool. Why did you not mention Saturday Night Live to me last time? Well, man, I had to school you on your geography
1: to show that you're um, you're just still a, a transplant. Your true Your true text in this has not
0: popped in. You were so hyped up on just trying to make, trying to make me feel bad. You wanted to make me feel bad, and you got lost in that.
1: And then I found out you didn't watch Saturday Night Live, so you should feel bad. Steve Martin and Martin Short. Are you kidding me? You didn't watch it? Not all the way.
0: It was a busy weekend.
1: You would appreciate the monologue because it sounded like you and me. Okay. Just zinging each other. Uh, the part where uh, the father of the bride sketch. Uh, the part where Sarah Sherman's real dad showed up. That was kind of funny. The, the Scrooge. <laughs> with, the, with the coins. Watch the Scrooge sketch. It's, it's
0: stupid, but it's, it's still fun. All right. I will watch that, Eddie. Um, you know what I'm gonna watch though this Saturday. I guess we got Austin Butler and uh, and Lizzo. They're gonna be on. That's not what I was saying. Uh, but I am gonna watch Jared Cannonier versus Sean Strickland. You got UFC Fight Night 216 this weekend. We won't be watching that one live. We will not be watching that live because you're gonna be watching me live. Uh, I'll sing. be watching you singing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sing like you know like the Dickens. Literally. What are you guys wearing? Literally like the Dickens. I wear a tuxedo. Wearing robes. Tuxedo. No, tuxedo. A tuxedo. Yeah, a Tuxedo Speedo, actually. So, uh, that's disgusting. It'll be they great. They can't allow that in a church. Uh, but this Saturday night, so you've got at the UFC Apex, you've got Jared Cannonier versus Sean Strickland. Jared Cannonier, he's coming off of that loss. I don't think he hasn't fought since he lost to Israel Adesanya back in July. Sean Strickland, he's coming off a loss to Alex Pareja. Uh, that fight happened back at uh, in July as well. Same fight card, actually. Uh, remember, yes, he, he's kind got of amazing knocked out.
1: to put against each other, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is a fun fight, right? You know, Jared Cannonier is going to be out there with his crystals. And Sean Strickland's going to be out there with his just gentle craziness uh, as it is. And he might have a knife or a gun. Who this, knows? This will be a, a fun fight. I, I want to see. I mean, Sean Strickland, these guys are, are you know, we know Jared cannonier has got power. We've seen him finish people. Uh, Sean Strickland does get a lot of decisions he has finished people before uh but this will be you know a fun fight both these guys you know they're not going to gas out uh a five round main event uh, i'm excited for that fight it should be good but the co-main event eddie i'm even more excited for the co- the co-main event uh you've got number nine ranked uh armin sarukian he's fighting we already we talked about him before uh he is fighting uh damir isma who's ranked number 12 uh Isma Gulov, he is 24 and one. He hasn't lost a fight uh, since back in 2015 in the M1 challenge. Uh, he's been in the UFC, he has five fights. Uh he, guys, I, you know doesn't hasn't beat a ton of names in the UFC, uh, but he is going to be a problem. Uh he fought, actually, we saw him fight. He beat uh Gurum Kutalatse here in Austin, Texas. So he was here in the second fight of the night on the Austin, Texas card here. Uh Armin Sarukian. He's got some wins. Uh, I like. Uh, I like. He has a loss to Islam Makachev. He has got a loss to Matus Gamrat. Uh, but other than that, uh, this guy's good. So these are just two up and comers in the division, in the lightweight division. When we talk about the future, like the future is now with these guys. So I, I, I'm excited about this fight, uh, Armin Sirkin. I'm going to go with Armin getting the win here. Uh, also, Eddie, though, you got Bruce Leroy. He's fighting on the card. You got yeah. Alice Caceres. He's fighting Julian Arosa, Drew Dober. Is fighting or should
1: be the co-main itself. Yeah.
0: That, that could. Or, or this one, Dober and Green. Uh, I mean, as far as like ranked and meaningful fights, Armin versus Demir, that's, you know, you don't get more meaningful than those fights right there. Uh, as far as like ranked opponents against each other. I'm just going as far as names. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cheyenne Vlismas versus Corey McKenna. That's happening, Eddie. Uh, Jake Matthews versus Matthew Semmelsberger, Julian Marquez versus Deron Wynn. Uh, that's a good one. Why is gosh. that so low? Well, I mean, probably because Deron Wynn has been struggling. And uh, I know, I'm trying, I don't know if Julian Marquez, if he's fought, remember he fought Robocop here um, when he fought, that was in Austin as well. Uh, Duran Wynn also fought here and he lost here. Uh, Duran Wynn has lost three of his last four fights. So that's probably why it is so low oh, that's why. on the card. Okay. And then Saïd uh, Nurmagomedov on the card. Uh, Manel Cape, he's fighting. So overall, there's some actually fun fights on this fight card, uh, Eddie. And,
1: uh, and so wait, that's fun happened this with, weekend. Yeah, not big names. So you see why it's a, uh, an Apex fight
0: night? Yes, of course. It's
1: not one of those ones you're going to take on the road Tough to Orlando yeah. or
0: San Antonio. Totally mm-hmm. agree. Uh, Eddie. But that's not the final MMA fight of the year as far as like the main MMA. Uh, we also have Ryzen 40. It's Bellator versus Ryzen. New Year's Eve. Uh, you got Patricio Pitbull. Saitama like Super Arena. Yeah, That should be fun. You got Patricio Pitbull fighting uh, Kleber Koeke Erps. You got AJ McKee on the fight card. Juan Archuleta. Uh, Kyoji Horiguchi, which is kind of weird that Kyoji Horiguchi is fighting on the Bellator side. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, but these will be some fun fights to watch. John Dotson's fighting. Hey, look down the card. Yeah, John yeah. Dotson. Johnny Case yeah. is fighting.
1: Yeah, the last event of the year is always in over in Asia. Yep. Ryzen Love's putting on these New Year's cards. And they're kind of fun. The older you get, the more you just want to sit around on New Year's Eve, find something to watch. Now, the timing is a little different. Yeah, but it'll be in the morning. But the Bellator versus MMA, the Bellator versus and Party is going to be on Showtime. I just don't know the time of
0: it yet. Yeah, it's probably going to be a morning show. You typically, those shows in, in Japan, they end up airing in the morning here. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it will be a, a fun time. And then, Eddie, we're going to come back. And before we come back, so we don't come back, I think, to what, January 11th or so? Yeah. All right, so we're coming that'll back. That'll be our next show on the air, yeah. January 11th. Uh, before that, there's some boxing, though, as well. Yeah,
1: Jaronce uh, Davis is taking on Hector Garcia on January 7th. So just before we come back from the holidays, that'll be the biggest uh, boxing match over the holidays. So we'll have something to talk about there.
0: Nice. Eddie, real quick, who is going to play in the Nash in the college football championship? I am going with Georgia and Michigan. Okay, so just chalk right here. Yeah, unfortunately.
1: Ohio State could they could upset him. They could. But uh I've been a Michigan fan since well, out of spite since I was a kid, but only because my brother was such a big Notre Dame fan. And then once I found out that pretty much everything Notre Dame has is a scaled down version of Michigan, I was like, all right, then I'll take Michigan. Take that. The Notre Dame Stadium, scaled down version of the big house. Their fight song, based on Michigan's fight song. Very interesting.
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We are proud to be the MMA show of Texas. Uh, Tell your friends. Uh, Be sure to like and subscribe to the show. Follow us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, And then follow us and listen to us here at 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com, 101.9 FM, and AM 1260. And, of course, Eddie, hornfm.com. Guys, have a Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful New Year, and we will see you in the New Year. Thanks so much for listening. Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New
1: Year. Stay positive and love your life. And if we ever didn't, thank you. Let us do it now. Happy trails to you, till we meet again.